Hi, I'm Kat. And I'm Emma. If you love the Dead Prank podcast, you can help support its future using the ACAST supporter feature. Now, it's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. So if you can and you want to, please do hit the link in the show description to support now. Thank you. Thank you. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hi, I'm Kat. Hi, I'm Sam. And you're listening to the GPC Podcast. Really exciting episode today because we have our two best friends with us. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So we have Amy and Laura. Thank you so much for coming, guys. This is so exciting. (laughs) We are very nervous. Having a chat. (laughs) So, firstly, we'd like to talk about um, how Amy, Laura, and Sam and I know each other. So, as we spoke about in our other podcast, Sam and I know each other from uni, and we actually met Amy and Laura there as well. Very true. So we were all in the same college and we all played on the same netball team together. And we actually lived together in what was their final year at university and ended up being my sort of DOS around year. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of lived with them, worked part-time, made brews all day, yeah. Yeah, it was Mm. dreamy. So we wanted to get these girls on the podcast today because as well as speaking to other members of the DPC, we've never sat down and spoke to any of our friends about how our experience made them feel or how it affected them, whether they reacted to us differently, whether they now speak about it differently to other people. So we're really really interested to hear what their views were. So we're hoping that by having them on here, it can help other friends of the DPC in how to approach a friend that's going through something like this or also help members of the DPC that like to empathise with their friends and also to think about them as well. Yeah, because I do think, you know, it's really important that the conversation is able to be brought up without any awkwardness and stuff. And we've, like Sam said, never actually sat down and had this conversation before. So this is really exciting to find out their thoughts. It is. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is when it came to us all living together. And at this time, Sam's dad had already passed away. And the death of my mum was actually inevitable and was going to happen at some point in the future. So... I want to ask you guys how you felt, the worries that you had beforehand. For me, it was kind of like, we knew that it was going to be difficult, but in a way, I think I just kind of thought that if it was happening to me and there was people that I wanted to live with and they wanted to live with me, if they had decided then to not do that purely because I was going through that as well, I think that would have been, I know that you wouldn't have done that, but that would have been pretty harsh and like, I just kind of thought that if I want to live with them, you have to live with whatever they're going through at the time and I think that would be the same with any friends that are going through anything difficult, whether it's to do with a parent or not. Um, And I think that when Laura and I were talking about it, we both kind of thought that it was almost nice in a way that both of you, like Sam would be able to support Kat through it a little bit. Yeah, so we were quite looking at that aspect in the way that obviously Sam had been through it, so it kind of did take the pressure quite a lot off Laura and Ames. Um, It does make it a lot easier when there's somebody else there that can be like, oh guys, it's fine to say this, or like, Mm -hmm. don't be stupid, don't worry about it that much, and stuff like that. Yeah. So moving on to when we were actually living together. I think it was 
and like sometimes I remember sitting in the room with Amy and thinking oh I don't want to be down in this house because they're going through so much worse than us like neither of us would ever want anybody to feel like that yeah but at the same time you kind of like you understand yeah I get it I mean it's something that I think we've all done it as well yeah we've all done it if there's someone someone close to you that's going through something like literally anything but you're having a shit day you really want you really want to be able to complain but you're like oh how can I be sad when they're going through this yeah because you kind of look at it on a scale of like what's worse especially like for me because I like found just actual university quite stressful like the actual work and stuff because I was putting a lot of pressure on myself that you couldn't really think to yourself like oh I'm really sad and stressed because of my degree like we're all doing degrees plus your parent is dead <laughs> I'm not really going to come to you and be like oh I'm so stressed about my degree and you'll be like yeah me too and I've got a dead parent yeah. you think about it? <laughs> rightly or wrongly like I don't think there's much you could say that would change that because it's yeah. always going to be in you even if you're trying not to be like that it's always going to be in you to think like come on let's not burden them with yeah, other problems yeah. kind of thing it's hard because I think that shows how the dynamic of a friendship does change after that kind of thing happens yeah, yeah. but at the same time it also highlights just how good of a friend both of you are mm. like you both kind of put your worries and your stresses yeah. aside a little bit which you know it mm. makes us upset but at the same time it does highlight like just how aware you guys were but then on the other hand, like, I think you never forgot, like, that we'd be upset about stuff. Like, I know Sam always used to say, like, you compare it, it's, like, your own situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. That that had really upset us because that's all we've experienced. Yeah, but, it is completely subjective. Yeah. But it is all relative. Yeah. Like I was saying, I was, like, crying over Domino's last night. <laughs> I would come to you guys, like, I'd go to Kat and be like, oh, I'm so sad that my Domino's isn't here. And Kat's like... Well, yeah, but also I'm sad that my mum's sad. <laughs> she would like, but she would never, I mean, she, she might say that. And also, you know, how upset we all were when Sushi and Jaws died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our pet fish. <laughs> sushi and Jaws were the pet fish, and when they died one at a time, truly <laughs> devastating. Yeah. And I remember me just being sat in Amy's bed and just saying, obviously, like, don't be silly. Like, it's not a stupid thing to be upset about. Like, any normal person would be upset about that. Like, mm. you just put it into perspective of what you've been through and. Like, what, just how you feel at the time. Like, you just can't help you if you sad about yeah, something. Like, yeah. It's just any human response. To yeah. Anything. And I, I feel like before my mum died, I was, like, the biggest drama queen ever. Like, the most minuscule things would get me upset or get me stressed. And, or, like, it's just, it's normal. Like, it's life. Mm. And it's obviously going to be, once you've experienced something really, like, hard and harsh, that is then going to change with you. But it doesn't change the way that you react to your friends being upset, I don't think. It's different, like, in our friendship now compared to when we were living together. Because when we were living together, obviously, it was quite raw, like, days, weeks after her mum had died. Whereas now, that it's been a while, we know that we could bring up anything and that you're going to either be okay to talk about it or be okay to talk about what we want to talk about because yeah. you're not in that, like, raw emotional sort of state. Yeah. 100%. But at the time in the house, like... And it was the same... It'd be the same with anyone, whether you were, like, best mates or not, that... You don't want to walk on eggshells, but you also don't want to... Like, you want to be aware of how other people are feeling and yeah. not try and, like, make it more difficult for yeah. them. I think yeah, that, I think that's where some responsibility, like, lies with us to be able to say, like, let you guys know that it is okay to speak to us about it. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if you agree with that. Well, it's leading on from um, 
we were kind of having a little bit of a discussion last night with Laura and she said that you didn't know afterwards whether you could be okay talking about your mum in the house. Yeah, like I remember starting a conversation and like trying to shut myself up. But then you guys have always said like, I want you to talk about your mum, I want you to talk about your dad. It was absolutely hilarious. Yeah. We, <laughs> we would never want to not hear about it. <laughs> Oh, but I think that also it helps it, that you guys know our parents so we're not just talking about them and being like oh my mum this my dad this yeah. like yeah. You, like you know them a bit more as people so it's a bit more like you would be we're interested kind of in talking that to them about like friends like, yeah. 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 they're friends yeah, yeah definitely yeah. I think now we can say anything about our parents that I know like I like just after it happened like it was like I didn't want to say anything like about what I was doing with my mum because I was like oh Catherine can't do that anymore <laughs> and you realise how lucky you are basically yeah. that, especially when you think about what you guys have gone through it definitely made me like go home the holidays after like Kat come back and just give my mum a big hug and be like oh, you yeah. know I wrote my mum a card just a big like thank you card like I appreciate oh, everything yeah. you've done for me and I posted it and she cried when she got oh. it and it's like you know they're the little things that you don't realise that you should do yeah. which is kind of sad that it like you only think to do that yeah. when yeah. it's too late for other people that's what prompts you to do it instead of just but appreciating them all the time it is an example though of how that happening to us horrible and devastating but if that means people around us are loving their families even more like I spend so much more time with them now I think um, we mentioned before about the fact that obviously my mum passed away at the beginning of the year before we all kind of started living together fully again. I want to ask you guys how it was for you obviously coming to my mum's funeral, bearing in mind that you'd never met her. Well, we kind of talked about it before because we were kind of saying to each other, do you think it's right that we go? Because obviously we'd never actually met your mum. But I think we just kind of felt and came to the conclusion that it was just a way of us showing our support to you yeah it was um, definitely for you more than anything yeah, yeah. but I think well, I also thank you so much guys do I, do I remember rightly that I'd did I message you I can't remember asking asking, asking do you want us there yeah yeah because yeah, I, yeah. I thought do you know what you you can't and I think I found that as well people of people that assume what you like what you're thinking and people yeah. don't want to ask you necessarily so, yeah people assume what you're thinking and they don't, don't actually what they ask don't you want, if that's yeah, what you're thinking. Yeah, they don't want to ask yeah. you because they don't want to, like, push a button or make you feel upset or anything. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to... But I think that was another thing where I was like, when it was me, I... You'd I'm, rather somebody just say Yeah, something. just say, look, yeah. I think the worst thing in the world for us to be... For us to not to turn up and, you, and you'd be Expect like... Yeah. 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 Really it would have been nice if they came. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's one of the things as well that kind of... Like I was saying before, it's, it was almost helpful that it happened to you, Sam, because you have a bit more of an insight then into how a cat might be feeling and what might be the right thing to say. Because a lot of the time, like, I think that Laura and I were supportive, but just in a way of, because we've supported other friends maybe through it or through just something else that they're going through. So therefore we knew how to be sympathetic to like a shit situation, but we didn't know what to say specifically a lot of the time. Like, But that's massive kudos to you two though. Like living with you guys like made me such a nicer person because you were just always, yeah, attentive yeah. is the right word. And that's why I made the decision to not stay at home and to come back to university and to be with my friends. Mm. And it was definitely the best decision I could have made because it was simple stuff like going into Laura's room and just lying on the bed with her. The princess bed. The princess bed, <laughs> yeah. And it was being in the living room at night, all of us all together, drinking a cup of tea, talking about our days. 
or it was when I was in bed at night and there was one time with Amy when I just, I was having a really bad night and I'd be like, I'm so sad, like I'd like a photo of my mum and heard me upset and she just came into my room and got into bed with me. And it's even just having that comfort. Yeah. Mine was like very different when I came back to uni. I still was surrounded by lots of people that were really good friends and stuff, but I think, and the girls that I lived with at the time, they did try really hard to do things that were the best for me. But I think probably because they'd just never been through anything like it or didn't know anything that had been, their immediate response, which I think is actually the same for most people, and like you say, Laura, was just to kind of ignore ignore it or just to feel about like, Dad's walking us down the aisle. And I was like, oh, I don't know who's going to walk me down the aisle. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, she started talking about it. Quick, let's change the subject. We don't want to get upset. <laughs> Talking is the best therapy. I appreciate it. It's uncomfortable for people sometimes. Mm. Talking about death. <laughs> yeah, it is because not many people do it like... I very much enjoy now the fact that you two, Laura and Amy, are so open to talking about it now. And like you say, I think it has taken a while. while. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think that from the start, if we were like in the flat and talking about it and stuff, that we only took your lead, Sam, because I think that you were in a place where you'd been through it and obviously you were still, you're still, were still grieving and still are. But at the same time, you were in quite a good place with it and like I've said it's cut before I think lucky's not the right word but I like I almost want to say that she was lucky that you were at that yeah. stage in your like mm-hmm. grief because if they'd both just died it would have oh, been a shit goodness. show wouldn't it we could then take from you yeah. like what you take the lead in terms of how you were speaking about it and what you thought yeah. was going to be good and helpful etc etc because yeah. I think if you hadn't been there and it was just us it probably would have reverted back to that just Right, yeah, just don't, what do we say? Just don't bring it up. Don't say anything. I think it's nice like, as well, because you two are such positive people that, like, when you both speak about your parents, like, like there's almost, like, an instant smile, like, that's brought to your faces, and it's really nice for us to see, and that makes us feel more comfortable to talk yeah, about it. Yeah. And it's not like... I never feel like you just go, oh, like, my parents have died, and this is a memory of them. It's always, like, a lovely memory, like, of a friend, you know what I yeah, mean? You yeah. can really get involved in the conversation. It's, yeah. it's nice. Because so many times... Like, if my dad was alive, I'd be telling you the story. So yeah. why should it be yeah. any different? I found myself before, like, apologising to friends and saying, like, oh, I'm so sorry that I'm talking about my dad so much. And they were like... And, and But they've had to say to me, like, oh, no, honestly, Sam, it, it's it's actually... And also, they're, they're not stories oh. about him being dead. Like, yeah. It, it just exactly, like, it's happening. So this one time, my yeah. dad was at the hospital. <laughs> one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. But even if it was like, because we do speak about that oh, as yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but like back to the fact that I'd been through it and stuff and living with Kat, it really helped me um, because in my first year of my dad dying, I didn't have anyone around that I could speak to like at all. I, it was so difficult for me that I came to terms with it much more in the second in the second year yeah. when I was I basically relived it through you yeah. and then was able to actually process my feelings a bit more yeah more that the acceptance part of it like yeah exactly yeah watching other people go through it and then be like yeah you just and you had no choice but to be the strong one really I know. <laughs> like, it yeah. wouldn't really have helped if every time you spoke to Kat about it and were trying to you know comfort her if you were also like, <laughs> do you know what I mean you, 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 you kind of have you imagine <laughs> I think you to Kat were like that kind of a, a vision of what like she would be a year down the line which was obviously still drunk <laughs> but at the same time being able to get on with day-to-day life and being positive and being able to find enjoyment in things and being able to talk about your parent and etc etc mm-hmm. like that's kind of that must have been a positive for you yeah to see Sam like almost coping and I imagine it still is uncomfortable for you at times yeah sometimes it shocks me how like like when you say a dead parent joke I'm like oh my god (laughs) but do you know what I mean and it's taken us longer to like we'll just have like a little awkward laugh along whereas like now I think we do it enough that like we can make one oh no like I'm really sad about this like last night and we were like and you've got a dead dad whereas like I would never like other people obviously if I know other people that have gone through it and stuff I would never say that to them in a jokey way until like I knew that we were at this point it's not the kind of thing that that you like you can't expect that humour from everyone I guess it's definitely true that like to get through grief you have to make fun of it otherwise every time we talked about it it would be really sad maybe you made a good point then about yes we laugh about it in a way that other people might not and I do think that I think we are very unique like yeah I mean I don't think we are I don't think we're rare at all but there are still people that they they wouldn't want to laugh about they they wouldn't want to laugh about death that's just because that's not what they're like yeah so I think obviously and as a friend of someone in the DPC like you again have to read how they feel about the situation and try and cater to that because in some people would deem those kind of jokes insensitive yeah wouldn't they like you can't get away from that and you don't want to be the friend that it's a bitch yeah <laughs> that makes them cry because you made a joke about their dad being dead <laughs> God, Literally just the worst possible thing yeah. they'd be like what the hell yeah. Yeah. that's like you like the that human. Like, <laughs> so therefore like it's all right for us to also be like that i actually did it to sam when we went to mexico the day that we landed it was the day before father's day yeah so we landed and we were going through the airport and I was like, oh, Summer, we better get our dad's a Father's Day card. <laughs> hey, wait, <laughs> yours is dead. <laughs> and I think, like, if other people in that surrounding area oh heard me God, say that, yeah. they'd be like, oh, my God, what a horrible person. <laughs> but for us, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> so I've, I've been in a situation where there's, like, there's, like, a group of three of us. And so one of my friends, Familia, she's, like... She, because I, she's similar to you guys, because she's seen me joke about it, she knows that it's okay to do that. If you, if you didn't have people around you that, like, I really appreciate you two so much, the fact that you will now make parent jokes and stuff, because, and I, and I do obviously appreciate that it still could be awkward for you, but imagine if still now we were trying to make dead parent jokes and you guys were still like, yeah, oh, oh guys, like, you can't say that. Yeah. I'm like, but, 
<laughs> laugh at our jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I do find that when you meet other people in the um, in the DPC, everyone does like to make a joke about it. And I think it's because it's not normalised. Yeah. So, like, when we met Dave on holiday, yeah. um, and we made a joke about it, and because we laughed about it, and he almost was like, "Oh, it, it, it is okay to make a joke about it." Yeah. yeah. Whereas because he'd not, he'd been surrounded by people that no one had been through it, almost not like a stigma, but it's just so not normalised to talk about death, which still mm. just baffles me. Um, that yeah, unless you're surrounded by people that will let you know, it's like you can't you can't be it if you don't see it. Yeah, definitely. But it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we do love a dead parent joke. Oh, big time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if someone came to you now and said, my friend's mum is just been diagnosed with cancer, can you guys... Like, how, how, yeah. Um, I would definitely say open up a conversation with them about it. You don't have to do it all the time. And obviously, if when you open up that conversation, it that person gets upset, then you need to know to be careful about how you bring it up and how they're feeling and stuff. But I think more often than not, they'll actually appreciate you bringing it up and speaking to them about it because they probably are actually looking for someone to speak to about it but don't want to bring it up themselves. So I think bring it up and see if they do want to speak about it. And I mean, if they don't, then obviously that's fair enough. But sometimes you have to actually be the one to start the conversation, like as uncomfortable as that is. Um, and then other than that, just just try and support them in a way that you would a friend that's going through anything else because if obviously if you've not been through it sometimes you don't know what to say and you don't know what to do but the things that work with other friends that you might be supporting will probably also work like making a cup of tea for them and Nana's biscuits or like watching a film with them or just any any kind of support that you would offer to any other friends who are going through a bit of a shit time then even if you're not all talking about it and stuff that you at least acknowledge what they're going through um learn how to make a good brew yeah. <laughs> the power of the brew goes a long way uh-huh. especially after a long day oh god yeah just getting home and there being a brew just there yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't skin. think that's yeah. just because like I don't think you just appreciate that because you had a dead parent like if I got home and there was a brew don't wait for your friend's parents to die before you... <laughs> <laughs> it is just a nice thing to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just friendship in general yeah and I think we should say that are other biscuits available not just Nana's <laughs> <laughs> any biscuits will do but we do have a preference they are more, more chocolate than biscuit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are there any stories that you've got like that of a time when I don't know like you what about, for like, example... When you've been in awe of us. Well, no. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking more of, like, them times when we've, like, fucked it. And maybe you'll have, like... I mean, we lost I mean, you like, half the time. <laughs> like, lying in the middle of the road outside, wherever yeah. I was. So I think, definitely, Sam, that happened more with you Yeah. before we lived together. Like, I think there was a change in how you dealt with it by the time we lived together as opposed to less recently when it happened (laughs) because you definitely like were drinking a lot and being a bit batshit like (laughs) um and I think that if if we were like out together and stuff obviously people don't know how to deal with that when they're also a bit drunk but like nobody could move you and it was just a bit like what do we do (laughs) speaking about that first night out like with a lot of people but uh do you I don't know did it change like did you think like right they're drunk, let's see if they'll talk a bit more about it now, or was it all, when, did you have to approach it differently when we're drunk, did you think, oh god no, they're going to cry more, or they're going to be happier about it? 
I don't really it remember. It might not have affected I don't really remember speaking to you about no. it when we were drunk, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Probably, I don't remember anything. I think I no. spoke to strangers more about it when I was drunk. I remember one night speaking to a boy at uni called Sam Laval. And I was sat next to him and I was like, I'll give him some another shower. <laughs> I was sitting next to him being like, I don't want to be known as the girl with the dead mum. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that you've yeah, got. Was that a worry though? Because I remember like when I was sat there and someone said, oh, that's the girl whose mum and dad have both been diagnosed with cancer. And a bit of a weird thing is like, you don't, like, I don't want people to look at me and be like, that's the girl yeah. with the dead mum. But yeah. like, in reality, I think it was more me not wanting to be this girl. Yeah. Not that it happens to a lot of people to lose one parent's cancer, but it's like, we know of other people that that has happened to. Yeah. I don't know of anyone else whose parents both had cancer. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a big, a big difference as well, because, and obviously like, your dad got the all clear, which is amazing, but like, there's been points, obviously, where we didn't know that that would be the case. Yeah. And, like, that that to me is something, like like Laura said, oh, that's that's the girl who's, like, both parents have been diagnosed. <laughs> that's, that's pretty brutal. That's something that would make me go, like, oh, yeah, that's that girl. Yeah. Nearly made it to the Platinum Club. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to you, Dad. Just not dying. <laughs> Got that silver membership instead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've actually really enjoyed this. Yeah, me too. It's been really good. Yeah. Thanks for talking to us about it, girls. Because we, like we said at the start, we've not been able to sit down and ask you these questions. And it's, it's similar. Like we can we can assume how you guys felt, but until we yeah. sat down and be yeah. like, did this affect you? Did it not? Yeah. I think, like I said, when we were like thinking about all moving in together at the beginning, is that if you would move in with, pe- with these people and live with these people if their parents weren't dying of cancer. So, yeah. therefore, what difference does it make yeah. in a way? I think um, it's definitely brought us really close together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, massively. We've got a friendship because that. Because we're trying to support each other yeah. through it. Yeah. But also, yeah, so at the time it was kind of like, what difference does this make? But obviously, we were just trying to support you where we could. Like I said before, like if that was happening to me, I wouldn't want my mates to turn away from that because they're trying to get a degree. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, and you would miss out on living with two of the best people. God, imagine all the oh, bats yeah. you'd miss out. I know, <laughs> so much. But we'd have more dominoes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like it's brought us closer together. And like, you know, when you have like this invisible bond and you know, you know, there obviously are times and there's going to be more times now that you're moving to Australia, Sam, mm-hmm. but we don't see each other for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. We don't talk for a long period mm-hmm. of time, but there is that connection and yeah, it probably has come because we lived together for a year, but... It's also because we've just been through so much together. Because, yeah, you go through yeah. that. And one thing that's just come to mind as well is how like, we have this invisible bond with your family as well. Yeah. It's yeah. really, yeah. every time we come to your house, oh, every, my time God, my dad. every time he does a toast or anything, yeah. he just introduces yeah. us yeah. as like, a shout out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just introduces us as like the friends that helped Catherine that year. Yeah. yeah. The extended family. Yeah. But it is, and yeah. it is really nice. And the fact that your family pre like, Every time we go to the house and they just, we could, we could be like, just, we don't just get introduced as Kat's friends. It's Kat's friends, the ones she lived with and mum's dad. And because yeah. it, is, it is something that is really big. Yeah. yeah. Like everybody knows about, even like people at church, like they all know like yeah. who you guys yeah. are. Like, <laughs> like you were the ones that helped me and you were like the saviours and blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh, and Sam's the one whose dad had died. So that was really good. Yeah. But it's like then Sam could help. Yeah. <laughs> we all got on with each other's parents and stuff. And yeah, that's really funny because a lot of my friends know you as, oh, that Sam girl whose dad started dying as well. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really because my identity now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that literally is your identity. So yeah, yeah, and we were like so close to each other's parents and like we all got on really well. 
So yeah, it's so nice. It makes such a difference, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the main um, aim of this podcast is to kind of just help people who know people that are in the DPC, so the friends of them, to know that it's okay to talk about it and it's okay to introduce that conversation. Obviously, we read the room first and make sure that they're going to be comfortable talking about it. And if they do get upset a lot, you know, broach the subject a little bit more sensitively. Um, but yeah, if they start making jokes about it, you know, don't feel awkward. Yeah, just laugh with them. Laugh yeah. with them, yeah, because it's obviously their way of kind of coping with it and also of sharing their thoughts about it as well. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is don't ever shut down a conversation as, unco- as uncomfortable as it can be Yeah, for you. That's when people then get the idea that they can't speak about it and I think that's the most dangerous thing. You just talk to them. So yeah. just go up to them and speak. Yeah, and I think I want to speak about this in another podcast as well when we talk about grief at work. Um, but Cheryl Sandberg, for example, says the best question to ask someone is not how are you, it's how are you today? Yeah, and then even just even just asking that, how are you today, allows people to be able to say to you, well, not as good as yesterday, yeah. or it just opens up the conversation a little bit more. So if you don't have, if you don't know how to approach the subject, just ask them how they're doing today. Yeah. So I hope you guys have enjoyed being on the podcast today. Thanks for having Thank us. Absolutely <laughs> no problem. I hope you're going to come on again in the future. Yeah. Thanks, girls. Thank you so much for listening to this week's DPC podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we have and have found some comfort in the stories that you've heard today. If you've resonated with anything we've said, have any questions or want to get involved, please do contact us. We're on Instagram. It's at DPC Podcast. You can email us on dpcpodcast at hotmail.com or we have a contact form on our website www.dpcpodcast.co.uk. We have a whole bunch of resources over on our website. More information about dealing with grief, losing a parent and professionals to contact if you should need it. Because as Kat so eloquently said in our first podcast, we're not providing healthcare, we're just chatting shit. (laughs) If you think this podcast could help someone, then we would love for you to share it. We upload new podcasts every week, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. Loads of love from Sam and Kat. See See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. 